You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that builds a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, it's divine felines and canines, a pantheon where every god is either a cat or a dog, metaphorically speaking. Oh, this is going to be bad. Do I want to go with this article? Yeah. Oh, articles. Uh, How about that? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sort of casually rolling while we while we chat. But I rolled. Up, I think I rolled up mine last week, um, early before, uh, accidentally napping through recording time. Did you already do the cat update? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, what's what's other people's updates? How's how's Chet the Shadow clones? Um, they well, Susu has roundworm, so. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Um, is that a different kind no, of worm it's the same. than what everybody else had? No, no, it's the same kind of worm. But like half hour ago, an hour ago, Susu just like spit up, and like I went to just clean it up with a paper towel, and I happened to just like look in the paper towel, and I thought that um, she had somehow like eaten and then spit up like a tiny rubber band. Oh no! no. Um, so I was like weird, and I was like looking at it and kind of like un and unraveling it, and then I realized it was not a rubber band; it was still moving. So that was oh. oh But you know, we're gonna call up the vet and get like be like, we need <laughs> the medicines to deworm the babies. Yeah. If if need be, I did take a picture of the worm because <laughs> I was like, I need to document it somehow. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to see a picture of the worm moving, absolutely okay. yes, no. please. I'll look at it too. I like to see what these little assholes look like. This seems like the beginning of some kind of PG thirteen like lowbrow horror movie. So yes, <sighs> let's. <laughs> oh. The channel that's most oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Oh, it's so long. Mm. Look, I asked permission, and I was given permission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now we've seen it, and now we know. Yeah, mo- moving on from worms, Pod of Wonder, uh, deworm our podcast. Yeah, de deworm your ears with Pod of Wonder. We should not include any of that. In- no, I don't no. think so. Yeah. It is both both too visual and disturbing. Yeah, it's very upsetting for everyone involved. Um, so thanks for just letting me just express it out of my brain since I've been processing it. I feel like the more mm. people I talk to about worms, the like slightly less afraid of them I get. It's it's like it's like the ring. You know, you need to pass it around uh. to to be less upset about it. Like you need to pass around the evidence and the information so that it doesn't destroy you. When you see the ring, <laughs> you get the ring. Oh dear. It is that is the yeah. type of worm. No, it's round. <sighs> Are they the same kind? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's stop. Um, Pop yeah. Wonder reset.
Yeah. Pod of Wonder, we have never mentioned worms. Uh, I'm Danny. Any pronouns are fine. And four-day weekend. Woo! Woo! I'm Morgan. They, them, or he, him pronouns. My brain is mush. Um, Maria, they, them, uh, 90% less stinky. Nice. Um, Mike, he, him. Um, thinking about uh, mandolins and why they are called that. Hmm. The the instrument or the the knife strapped to a board. The knife strapped to a board. Do you think it's related? I think they are related. I think they might so be. I related. feel like I've I've had this question before. Also, is there a? kitchen instrument called a guitar i feel like there was at one point and i never saw it again what maybe somebody was messing with me maybe i mean there is a kitchen item called a flute Mm. what is that for uh drinking champagne (laughs) oh so apparently the mandolin cooking instrument or kitchen implement was invented by uh, Dr. Joseph Ignace Guillotine, better known for his eponymous creation. <laughs> ah, Wait, is this real? Really? Yeah. Is this actually real? So, no, this he, seems like a fake article. Never mind. This is a, this is a okay. humor. So, he wanted to have like a toy version of his main event kind of thing? Yeah. I think it, it was named by that guy. For finger puppets. He, he, he saw the, the guillotine and thought, what if I turn that sideways? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll never know. Pot of wonder. We make, we make gods here yeah. this season. Sometimes they're cats. Sometimes they're dogs. Sometimes we forget to say whether they're cats or dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're a third thing. Because last time we made cake train. Cake train! A cake train! Cake train, cake train, a a child god who is the god of eating a specific uh, cake on a, a short train ride between two train stops, mm-hmm. and that that's it. Unwrap a tasty cake on Septa, and you've got yourself a prayer sanctuary. <laughs> that has been true from before this podcast even existed. Mm-hmm. If you want to to larp as cake train just uh hop on to the the broad street line and unwrap a a butterscotch crimpet and everybody on that train will know exactly what you're up to and don't forget to throw the wrapper mm-hmm. onto the seat next to you frosting side down mm-hmm. yeah so that somebody can sit on it later it, yeah it's it's septa what else are you going to do <laughs> dispose of something in a proper receptacle i mean you ah. could wait until you get off and just throw it onto the tracks that's for burning cigarettes, I think, right? Well, yeah, well, but you know, really anything. Multi-purpose. If you had, if you bought a, a bag of uh, Burger King, and you've only, you know, finished half your burger, throw that down there too. You have a heroin needle that belongs on the ground right there. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, look, the yeah. rats need both of those they things mm-hmm, to get stronger. Yeah. <laughs> There's some beefy boys. There. They're they're growing creatures. And the pigeons are 
I have exp- really thoroughly enjoyed watching a pigeon walk upstairs. It has wings. Why be bothered <laughs> using them though when it could just walk up the stairs? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the most enthusiastic creature that has ever existed. So it's got to do all of the joyful things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like a pigeon. I also do like a pigeon. I also Same. have an article because I need to stay on brand. Oh, I also have an article. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're. Right. I have one too. I also. We all have articles. Let's say what our articles are, and then turn one of those articles into a god. Hmm, interesting concept. Mark, you were eager to put us on topic for once. What's your article? Uh, like I said, I need to be uh, consistent. So uh, I have Beaver Creek, oh, which is the Buttermilk Creek tributary <laughs> in Wyoming County in Pennsylvania. Five miles long, flows through the Abington Township in Lackawanna County. And it is a tributary which uh, begins in a wetland in that township, and it flows southwest for a few tenths of a mile, mm-hmm. receiving a very short, unnamed tributary from the right along the way, and passes through a lake before turning northwest and several tenths of a mile further downstream. The Greek, the creek receives another unnamed tributary from the right. Ooh. And continues on that way, retrieving unnamed tributaries from the right. Not a great ar- article, but um, needed to use that because, uh, yes. There are five beaver creeks in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Is there a lot of beavers yeah. here, or we just like... Is it a bad joke? I maybe. What? Beaver Creek? That's that's what it sounds like when your mom sits down to pee. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Oh, all right. So the Beaver Creek (laughs) joins Buttermilk (laughs) Creek two miles upstream from its mouth. So I'll, I'll just sit with that. Okay. Buttermilk, buttermilk, lemonade. Mm-hmm. Oh! I don't know. Mm. Let's let's nod and say we didn't. Okay. I've got the the hooded pitohui. Uh, it is a species of bird found in New Guinea, a a medium sized songbird with rich chestnut and black plumage. It is one of the few known poisonous birds. Mm. Uh, the, the, the toxin is thought to be derived from their diet and may function both to deter predators and to protect the bird from parasites. Um, aside from the toxicity, it appears to be a pretty normal bird, but uh, the, the same toxin in this bird had previously found, only been found in Colombian poison dart frogs. Hmm. Mm. But it makes a tuk tuk wa o to o o call <laughs> and two whistled woi woi, followed by two down slurred tew toe tew toe. Oh, I really love the the. I guess is that Foley work? Uh, oh, oh no! I, I was playing uh, audio clips right there. That was oh. that was all mm. real real bird calls. Wow. 
Pulled is a feminist. Uh, I have uh, Pushinka. Uh, Pushinka, meaning fluffy, is the daughter of Strelka, the first dog to survive a space journey. Mm. Uh, uh, she was uh, actually gifted to the uh, the Kennedy White House. She was investigated, uh, examined by the Central Intelligence Agency at Walter Reed, um, and she was x-rayed, screened with a magnetometer, and inspected with a sonogram. She was free of any subversive devices. <laughs> and she was uh, trained with peanuts to climb peanuts, mind you, to climb up a ladder to uh, Caroline Kennedy's playhouse and slide down the other side. Uh, she became pregnant by one of the Kennedy's dogs, Charlie, and gave birth to four puppies. It's a very animal-filled episode so far. Yeah. So my article is a factoid. Mm-hmm. Um, a factoid is either an invented or assumed statement presented as a fact, or a true but brief or trivial item of news or information. Pot of wonder. The term was coined in 1973 by American writer Norman Mailer to mean a piece of information that becomes accepted as a fact even though it is not actually true or an invented fact believed to be true because it appears in print. And since the term's invention, it's become used to describe a brief or trivial item of news or information. That's interesting. Oh yeah, it was coined... By Norman Mailer in his 1973 biography of Marilyn Monroe. He formed the word by combining the word fact and the ending oid to mean similar but not the same. Hmm. So it's something that looks like a fact, could be a fact, but in fact it is not a fact. <laughs> also part of wonder. Yeah, fact words may give rise to or arise from common misconceptions in urban legends. Several decades after the term was coined, it came to have several meanings, some of which are quite distinct from each other. All right, yeah. Uh, oh, look at little Pushinka. Does anybody have any sort of like concept idea gods for their articles? With the uh, the hooded Pitohui, I was thinking it could be like the god of like secret dark sides or like the God of look, but don't touch. Cause it's a, the poisonous bird. That's you know, something that you would not expect to be dangerous, but mm. it is in fact kind of rarely toxic, uh, rarely in the rare sense, toxic. Mm. I kind of love the idea of space dog just because of where we are titularly. Okay. Yeah, Space Dog is good. Mm. Yeah, space Dog is cool. I do think facto- God of Factoids could be fun. Right, so it's, it's a dog that hasn't seen space, but a dog that is des- descended of one who has seen space. Right, so yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be one of the... It wouldn't be like the Ur-Dog coming down. Something like maybe kind of pantheon feely could be like making out of Pushinka like the offspring of one of our our previous gods who is is much less famous or important. Who's the one that can't get into into our space? Like the the outside world. The cat dog, the cat and the dog, and also things like 
the fire god and, and anything that's too large. Yeah, like the the first gods you'd make for like the, the like fire god, earth god, like natural phenomena god are are too big. I really like factoid. I like yeah. factoid as like something that is falling out of the sky and like burning and connecting with the ground like I I feel like the first couple we did this season were kind of fuzzy concepts like mm. that like like a factoid mm. what what kind of like new spin can we put on something that mm. that is not quite a like like versus unsurety versus uh like last resorts um it feels like it would have to be pushinka then i mean i mean that was also a a legitimate question like d- do we have a a new take on these kind of fuzzy concepts cuz i mean in, in our world there are a lot of different ways things can be imprecise mm-hmm. like looking mm-hmm. looking at the the articles linked from factoid there's cuboid communal reinforcement fake news group think just so story talking point woozle effect so so you know clearly the idea of not quite true can be done in a lot of different ways yeah and we've probably done that already in a number of different ways so um maybe we need to be more specific i was just thinking like factoids as in you know Snapple cap things, you know, like like trivia. I mean, this those like Snapple cap things are like literally factoids because like not yeah. all of them are real. Mm. Oh, Snapple doesn't cite their sources. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking maybe a bit of like those like trivia books and like that are just like collections of factoids that, you know, don't cite their sources and, you know, could be just sort of dubiously passed on. Like, well, I I read it in a book once and, you know, Mm -hmm. by, by dint of appearing in a book, it, that lends it some authority and and so you you go about thinking that this thing is true because somebody bothered to write it down and another person decided to publish it. The example in the article is about how the Great Wall the the factoid about how the Great Wall of China is supposed to be visible from space with the naked eye when it's not. Uh-huh. It's an incorrect thing, but everyone thinks it's true because it's just spread around all the time. Yeah. I had a much dumber idea. Mm. Go for it. Uh, focusing on the OID part, um, mm. which is to say that it would be information which was slamming down onto the surface of the Earth. Mm. Like like meteoroid. Right, right, right. Except that they are factoids and not meteoroids. Well, meteoroids aren't what falls down to Earth, because meteoroids apparently are only um, if they're still in space. Yeah. Um, yeah, is that a factoid itself? Um, it becomes a a visible meteor, and when it hits the ground, it's meteorites. Oh, I just thought of a th- maybe a thing for Pushinka. Um, oh yeah, the god of looking a gift horse in the mouth. She was 
you know, inspected and, and, and x-rayed and screened and, and eventually became irascible and nippy, uh, attributing to her upbringing in a scientific laboratory. So maybe it's like ruining, ruining a gift by inspecting its intentions too much. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea that Pushinka was originally a gift from the Soviet premier to John F. Kennedy and her puppies were just given away to nameless children <laughs> in the right. Midwest. Mm-mm. Like they literally sent them to live in a big farm or something. Right. And they all have, what, what are these names? Butterfly streaker, white tips and blackie. Come on people. You can't get more creative than that. I mean, I, okay, I guess Pushinka means fluffy, so it's it's not really better. But you know, to, the, yeah. to the English speaker, it seems it seems very uh, uh, exotic. Ooh, going to back to the hooded pitohui, the the way that they discovered that the bird was toxic is because when scientists were preparing their bodies for museum collections, their hands started getting numb and having burning sensations. (laughs) I mean, it could literally be the God of poison animals. Yes. Poisonous animals is, is very specific. Yeah. Comparatively specific anyway. All right. I mean, from a world-building standpoint, if, like, poisonous animals are enough of a thing to have their own god, I I think that's an interesting factoid, if Mm. you will. Maybe even beyond poison animals to, like, safely handling poisonous animals. Like if you're relying on, on poisonous creatures for a food source, like you need to be able to like properly handle and prepare them in a way that won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be mm-hmm. uh poison could be the, the God if we wanted to get broader about it and they could handle, they could ha- handle several things. They could have uh, a whole cabinet. Plus, I mean, whether something's poison or not just depends on the usage of it and like how much you're using and what you're using it on. Mm-hmm. There's medicinal usages for things that like are also poisonous. And I can eat quite a bit of chocolate and a dog can eat none. <laughs> I mean, like technically alcohol is like sort of a poison. My favorite poison. you could just like have it be the god of poison and then like you know there's a flip side where it's also you know a medicinal god or something i don't know Hmm. yeah yeah i i genuinely feel like maybe with the exception of the beaver river i could i could do something with any of these articles i just needed mm. to stay on brand i don't think it's a good article (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) Like, what would be fun for people to to come up with? Like, is there anything that calls to you as a a person or podcaster? Like, let's let's spend 15 minutes on this. I kind of like the poison one because I was thinking, you know, these uh, musical theater performers, 
have entered into the cave world and how many things down in a cave world are actually poisonous to, to, you know, overworlders really. So maybe the, the God of poison has found a very good footing down here just because so many more things uh, are applicable to this entire community than would normally be as percentage wise. On the overworld, in the overworld, that's my thought. I feel like the poison's like a little bit more has more room for exploration. We we do always have our rejected article lightning round, so we we can we will eventually do things with the other articles. Yeah, yeah. So we just we can figure out what we're doing with like what gets the most time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like we're leaning towards poison. Yeah, unless somebody else has a compelling argument for one of the others. I like poison. Yeah. I'll also say that I, I like the fact that this bird is common and not at risk of extinction. Mm-hmm. Which, there's a lot of, like, a lot of the animal articles we pull up on Wikipedia are like threatened and or extinct. Mm. It's just nice to have something that's around and not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> All right. So put on your hoods. Cause it's a hooded pitohui mm. and we'll, and we'll be back at part to let's take a take a five minute That's break good. cool Whoa. so one of the things that i was wondering about during the break is yeah. uh so the poison as such in the world like mm-hmm. uh, does this world exist in a situation where poison is potentially a tool in some kind of way or is this always negative or well that that's an on-topic question so we'll we'll put a pin in that okay but there were some just really fascinating facts that i would have said out loud if i had just kept reading another sentence or two Mm -hmm. uh first of all the uh, the concept of deriving, uh, like becoming poisonous because of things you eat in your, in your diet, is known as kleptotoxism. Ooh. <laughs> uh, second is that the appearances of this bird is mimicked by unrelated non-poisonous species, uh, so other creatures think they're poisonous and don't eat them, and also that this. Bird leads mixed species foraging flocks, so Ooh. just a, a bunch of a bunch of different birds of different species going out to and hunting together. Interesting. That was all in the like the opening three paragraphs, and I just did not read them for whatever reason. And maybe yeah. looping back to your actual question, Mike, that. You know, this this bird is apparently, you know, involved in like mixed species operations. It's it's a it's a family species, like other people mimic it. So maybe in our world, poison does serve some purpose beyond just like deterring predators. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but I also want it to be literal and not metaphorical. Um, and Pitoi, um, the name is a Papuan term for rubbish bird. A reference to <laughs> inedibility. Yeah, so it's, you know, trash bird. Trash bird. Trash bird. And with with the nickname Trash Bird, I'm now imagining these instead of pigeons everywhere. Uh-huh. And and yeah. wondering how, how different life would be. I mean, honestly, pigeons are probably poisonous. <laughs> they eat <laughs> oh so yeah. they probably well, they also <laughs> do two things that they eat. Like the things that people yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a cookbook for pigeons a little while back. No. For pigeons to eat or for eating pigeons? Um, I think the first half, the former, and the second half, the latter of that book. Yeah, I'm, okay. I am I feel like we're in the, the unpinning stage of things. We yeah. want to get, yeah. get to the timed part of things and yeah, start sure. answering questions we've been asking. Yes. Yes. All right. The hooded pitohui... 15 minutes huggo. Poison uh, God, huh? Uh, poison God, uh, does it only exist above ground? Does it come down here? No, I, th- I mean, I think it absolutely, I think it thrives down here. I think that it's actually made its base home here because there's so many poisonous mushrooms. And I have a proposal about this no, yeah. that may also be a potential answer to the question about whether like it's just harmful or if there's any good thing to it. But um, maybe on the surface it was like the God that was worshiped was like the God of medicine, but like down below it's uh, become the God of poison instead. And because like, you know, and there's, it's two different forms of it. I don't know. Does both. Right. So is it is it weaponized in any way? Like is poison just a negative thing for everyone all the time or mm-hmm. is this something which is involved in, I don't know, intrigue, conflict or Yeah, I I feel like it would be multiple yeah. things. Right. I, with the Mullerian mimicry, like the fact that non-poisonous species like mimic this bird, I, I I wonder if we can spin that in some way that this god is related to a surface god of medicine. Like maybe they both always existed, but like when the the theater kids moved underground, like the poison one becomes much more prominent. Yeah. L- like Maria was saying, because of like, like new importance that, that poisonous things take or, or, or like Mike was saying, like different applications for poison now versus medicine. Yeah. It also looking at the article, also one of its habitats is a mangrove forest. The mangrove trees are, I think, from what I remember, they like grow in extremely salty environments, almost unlivable. They're unlivable for any other sort of uh, shrubbery. And 
they are, hold massive amounts of carbon store uh, for for just the earth. Mm-hmm. And they do mm-hmm. that by, like, I think because their roots have to dive down so deep mm-hmm. uh, to, to survive in these, in these zones. So I don't believe we ever went into the idea of, I mean, like we, we said that a, like a theater collapsed and like fell into an underground, but like, we we didn't go into why people chose to stay underground. Mm. So maybe it could it could be something like the above ground is is like toxic in a way that like those those roots are absorbing what what is above. And and that's that's why poison is so prevalent down here. Yeah. Mm. And oh this is such a dumb idea, but um since these are theater kids um, and there's potentially these roots and the above ground is potentially just toxic in every way. What I'm thinking of here is like particular blockings are dangerous. What I mean by that is uh, moving in particular ways across the ground could kill you. Mm. No, 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 and not even because like there are things that are going to jump out of the ground or anything like that, but like the actual movements themselves could kill you. Why though? How? Well, one because the roots would be coming down in a particular fashion, and once these roots are are coming down in this particular pattern through the world, and they themselves are poisonous, so you need to sort of like move a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left and then straight, straight, straight. And so those patterns of movement become important because when you don't do those things, even if there are no roots here, it might kill you. So, like, there are roots coming down from the ceiling. There are puffer mushrooms on the floor. There's uh, uh, lead in the water or whatever that's trickling here. And so to get to the corner store, you have to right foot, left foot, chasse. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so that was potentially really seriously, deadly seriously true two generations ago. But yeah, like we we have established that society underground is pretty advanced. Like there's you know multiple cities and travel between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I do like that idea, and I'm thinking of how like choreography is recorded. Yes, in, you know in in some in some cases like you have like stick figures and, and like arrows and dotted lines or like like left arm uh like right like left arm like left leg forward three steps and 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 maybe that that is something that this poison god like maybe passed it down to these people initially like here is how to safely move throughout this world until you you get things established you you tear down these these spores you get your safety suits or whatever right or maybe to take it in the other the direction i'm um, sorry morgan i didn't mean to cut you off 
Um, I just wanted to say, like, this feels a little bit like um, in the movie Nausicaa of the Valley of the Land. Yeah. The Toxic Jungle. Yes. And how, like, way, way, way below it, um, like, it's actually, like, breathable and okay because, like, the roots and the plants have been, like, sucking up all the toxicity over time and so like underground it's like safe in certain ways because of how the plants have yeah well like, the th- those parts would be the the parts that purified first because they're like the furthest down yeah, yeah and i would i wanted to kind of take this in the other direction so potentially there are places where these plants have sucked up uh toxins and whatnot but we don't necessarily know where they are yet but what this god is showing us is the choreography that we are going to need in the future to navigate through this thing correctly and this is what we need to navigate through the future a couple generations from now so the choreography that our parents are learning and that they're teaching to us it seems totally arbitrary but the next generation on when we teach that to the next generation on the choreography that's been passed down is going to be deeply relevant in terms of moving with this sachet and the right arm and the left arm to get through Mm. what we haven't even seen yet and that we will never see. Hmm. Is it because it's like a world that, um, so the toxins from the above world haven't quite got down here yet, but they will or, or like uh, to simplify it a bit, like there's uh, like in the actual human world that I'm aware of, uh, there's this superstition that you shouldn't walk under a ladder, for example. And I've walked under lots of ladders and nothing bad has happened, but I'm imagining that, if I teach that to a younger generation and their younger generation, it might be the case that a hundred years from now, walking under any ladder would cause like massive catastrophe. But I'll never, I will personally never know that even though I've been given this idea. Does this even make sense? Yeah. Like it, it's like the idea that's given to me now isn't relevant to me but it needs to be passed down like a almost like a prophetic superstition right a superstition Mm. so like it's not so like there's no poison now but there will be in the future and that's what people are underground are learning yeah something like that i i don't Mm. know Hmm. like that that makes me oh sorry go ahead maria no, I was just going to say, I, I was just going to try to bring it back to the world and say, so if the if the rats that travel from the upworld to the downworld and the tree roots that exist from the upworld to the downworld continue absorbing the poisons from the upworld into the downworld, this is something we'll have to contend with soon. Not now, but soon. Right, and we don't know how to contend with it now, or even that we need to, but that Mm -hmm. the movements that we are going to need to contend with it are somehow coming into us now. Okay, so that that then makes me want to, like, tweak what I said a bit earlier in that 
and and maybe a bit more in line with things that Morgan said before about like what what is poison for one situation may be a cure for another. Yeah, in that may, maybe this is still the original surface god of medicine, but because people are underground now, they their profile has changed a little bit. Like they are they are more poison focused because. You know that's what people need. There, there's a lot more poison around, and there's also this looming future time where you will need to know how to do the sacred poison dance in order to continue existing. Mm-hmm. And the breath exercises. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you have to do your Alexander, you know, technique. Uh, yeah, because that that was part of what wasn't quite gelling for me is like, why is, is a God of something as, you know, dangerous and like morally gray as poison. So concerned with looking out for people. And, and if they were like a former God of medicine or, or, you know, still a God of medicine, but a bit more poison focused these days. I think that makes a bit more sense to me. Yeah, it's like an aspect of a different god, like. So then, the- and it's like, and it's still like a younger god. It's it's just kind of a newer aspect of this. Yeah, this god that has fallen a like, little bit. Is it like, young less, enough and small enough that it can say. get down here, or is it looking from above? Well, if, if it was a god on the surface, then maybe it, it is an older god, but because it has this new aspect, maybe it shrunk down, metaphysically speaking, and w- like was able to enter the underground. Yeah, like it's still not like, like it's important, it's like an important god, but like it's still not like as maybe like broadly or widely like revered and worshiped and like yeah adored as the medicine aspect had but would have been on the surface so like it's still like metaphysically small even though it is like it is the medicine god but it's also completely different from the medicine god at the same time yeah like like if you go to your doctor with with like some back pain and they say okay yeah you have back pain but 180 years from now you're going to need to know how to do this thing i th- i think as a person you'd be more concerned with your immediate problem and you maybe might note down the thing you need to do in 180 years yeah is it um what is the state of the of the above world is civilization thriving there at all, or is it dying off? We sort of don't know, right? Is our gods trying to change and and reassociate and become smaller as they like mm-hmm. adjust and come down here, or yeah, or is this sort of specific to this particular god? In this episode alone, I think we've noted that there is some toxicity above that's being absorbed by roots. Yeah. And we said that, like, older concept gods are too big to physically get down here. Like, 
whether that means they're trying to for whatever reason yeah it is maybe up to discussion but we i think that's about all we've discussed about the above world yeah and like you know it's not necessarily like that the medicine god is like up oh, gotta go down there it's more like the people carried the idea of the medicine god and therefore an aspect of the medicine god that both is and is not in the medicine god at the same time developed and came down below with them. Um, like, I'm thinking, like, this is... <laughs> the way that my brain is thinking about this is, like, very similar to how <laughs> the Holy Trinity works. <laughs> like, I could probably come up with a better, like, a, a cooler like comparison entity but like my brain is broken lately and this is like the earliest concept i had of the shit but like how jesus god and the holy spirit are all the same people are all the same god they're all the one god but they're also completely separate at the same time but they're they're, they're all the same but they're different but they're all the same like it's that kind of thing it's like they're both the same God, but they're Tripartite? separate. Tripartite? Is that? I think so, yeah. Or like, you know, dual or something. Like, it's, you know, the other aspect might still kind of like, is probably still bopping around the surface or whatever, wherever like would be feasible. Or maybe it's just in like chill out retirement time until people come back. But like, mm-hmm. it's not as active. And, but like, this God kind of was like a little, little midget of an idea that came down with the people and developed differently based on what they need. I mean, I think Allah and Yahweh is, is like, are, is, is a similar thought. Also just different when you're like going across different religions that like, well, uh, my limited understanding is it's the same kind of thing in a, a lot of places. Yeah. You know, the Christian version of God is like in terms of origins the same as the Jewish God, but the, they're they're very differently treated and not actually like the same same. Yeah. Right. No. But like this is like the same same, and like from the same like religion kind of thing or the same like pantheon. Like it's not separate. Like yeah, uh, you are in the hot seat, Morgan. Two things. Yeah. Uh, classic pod of wonder oversights. What is the name of this god? Cat or dog? I. I think it should. What's the what's the fucking name of the bird again? Uh, the the Pitoy, but Pitoy, There's fortunately no shortage of names in this article. I I mean I I just looked up um how to pronounce it. It's like Pitoy. Pitoy. Well, that sounds like Pitoui. a great god name to me. Pitoy. Pitoy. Ooh, clutch. Pitoy clutch. I, I was thinking just clutch, but. Clutch, I feel, doesn't capture the nuance as well. Are you saying? Oh, because you're saying that the uh, Toei is the name of the poison god, and then we need a new name for the oh for the medicine god, and we need a new name for the poison god, or what? Oh yeah. Oh wait, uh, the genus name? Oh no, species name is the Dicrus. It's got a two right in the name hmm. meaning two colors um, names are hard you could say that the medicine god's name is oriole and the 
Poison Goddess Patui. That sounds good. I love that. Okay. Okay. Perfect. There we go. Okay. Cat or dog? Cat. I mean, if it's poison, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the same for cats, but I know dog bites can be fairly poisonous. Yeah. Because they mouth so dirty. Let's let's say it's a dog because this bird um is a social bird and lives in family groups and flocks yeah. and mm. stuff and uh dogs are social animals and cats are generally more solitary, so Okay. It's a dog. Right. Yeah. Cool, cool. We answered the important questions. So uh Morgan, you can Depart in the way of your choosing while we prepare the hot seat for you. I'm going to mute myself and then I'm going to mute this tab. Uh, sorry, I muted okay. myself too yeah. much, uh, <laughs> while I was talking. I was like, I'm going to mute myself and then I did it and then <laughs> continue yeah. talking. Meow. Um, so we are. Uh, choreographers we are stage mm. managers uh, well my thought was we are uh tree gods or plant gods who um suddenly find our the species of our our who are under our care to be toxic in a way that we did not we did not anticipate and mm. we are trying to find a solution i, f- I feel like we've done very little discussion of what this god actually does in in day-to-day life for people so i kind of like what you were saying maria like how does poison impact uh, the everyday person like beyond knowing the dances beyond you stay away from the the mushroom spores if we're talking to the god of medicine who's going to become the god of poison I feel like other gods would need to. Don't you know? Have Have you felt that there have been more people reaching out in this way? Like, what do you? What, can you do something about this? Like, like what? What's your response? Like, oh, I, like something historical from the time where, th- like, they were still the god of medicine, like, but t- kind of turning towards becoming a god of poison. Yeah. Interesting. And maybe we could be um, sort of an all-spanning group. Maybe we could be another god and a priest and a commoner. Like, like just kind of all down the line. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, a priest, like, you know, serving a medicine god, suddenly finding themselves in a very different environment and saying, hey... God, like the requests I'm getting are very different from the ones that I used to get. Like, what what can we do about this? I don't know. I, this is Jerry, uh, uh, down at the pipes. Um, I, you know, I don't know. You're the medicine gun. I don't know who else to pray to, but uh, but stuff coming down through here is uh, real nasty. And uh, you got something for that? Uh, you know, I, I don't know how to pray it. I mean, maybe not that I, guy. But. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking of like, like what questions could Morgan f- like feasibly answer a, that that would build out the world and not just like I don't know, that's weird or 
like, oh, I guess I need to do something different, huh? Well, um, not to like hammer on my point for myself, but uh, if we're going to go in this direction, I'm still going to be a stage manager who needs to uh-huh. do the uh, performance reports. Okay, so exactly to hammer on your point for yourself. Yep, but absolutely mm-hmm. to hammer on my point oh, for myself. I wanted to make that clear. Okay. I would like to be a commoner um, experiencing it from the ground. Because I, I do think that a god to become, like to change themselves, to become a new iteration of the god would... Mm want to listen to you know you're you're every you're every person yeah so i'll 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 be the priest then like i you know up on the surface world this thing is definitely poisonous are you sure that this is medicine just like like let morgan create a, a toxic plant of some kind okay should I ask a question about medicine too, or should I put myself to something else? Yeah, like what? What? What would a common person deal with in in poisons? Maybe. Okay, so I'm Staniel. Uh, <laughs> Stanny for short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Staniel, a uh, poultry farmer. And I've been trying to raise chickens under here. Jan- uh, <laughs> Janice <laughs> has been making chicken soup, but it's it just it it hasn't had the same. It's been we've been thrown up. I I don't understand. I'm guide me. Like asking for chicken raising advice. Is that the is that the, what that is or? There's something I don't understand right now. What are the chickens eating? That's making them toxic. What has happened? Tell me. Like, why do all my chickens make me poop a lot? Why every time when Janice makes chicken pot pie do I spend a night on the shitter? Uh, Can you do something about that? I have some IRL questions for that, but anyway. Yeah. I I think you would know what poison is, at least. What is it about the new situation that you're in that is confusing. Well, we had to put the chickens on a a new set of feed because, you know, we can't get the same grains as we could up on the surface. We look missing a lot of mushrooms in there and, and, uh, you know, some, uh, some root bark. And, uh, what, what's, what's down here for my chickens to eat? It it could be that straightforward. Yeah, I think this is going to... I think I, I can't think outside this box right now. Uh-huh. You, you, you're in chicken farmer mode now? I, I... You know what, Danny? I'm so sorry. I am... Staniel and Janice are as live, alive to me as any other beings have ever been alive. <laughs> I know what it was like when they met back in grade school. It was a small uh, farming village... Just the one room schoolhouse, they all, you know, they just had barely learned to read. And, you know, they're about out working on their farms. And one day, Janice, Janice was a great 
a cow farmer and she she did milk for the whole county and oh her milk was sweet it was like she could suck it out of the udder with sugar in it no one knew how she could do it but you know my chickens my chickens they were the fattest they were the the happiest they were the most prime and and when you put them under the axe they they felt proud of who they were and when Janice and I lost... Hello. <laughs> Maria's trapped in a, a chicken farmer uh, one-player game, I guess. <laughs> what? That's so fair. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Daniel and Janice. Their love affair is, is epic. You don't... You don't... What? The beauty of... Of what? Just don't worry. About it. I'm sorry. What? Everyone else go first. I'm so confused. <laughs> Being present would have not made you any less confused. I will just say right now. Okay. Good. Cool. Then that's, that's that works. That makes sense. There's, there's a whole decades long story arc that exists entirely in Maria's head. I love it. Personal fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Personal fanfic is like the best. It's great. Oh yeah. It's like, oh neat. Let's make him cool shit. Mm-hmm. So Morgan, you are well, I guess technically you are Pitohui. Very recently Oriole. Mm-hmm. Uh this this is taking place mm-hmm. in the the past of our world, shortly after the theater kids all fell into the underground. And each of us is a different person kind of having trouble adjusting to our new life. And we have some questions for you. Our divine medicine question mark. God. Okay. Do I get to ask? ask questions? Uh, you got three questions for us. Okay. Um, how involved were you all in the healing professions uh, prior to coming down below? Well, sometimes I had to give my uh, my chicken folks a, a little bit of the panicure, you know, <laughs> when, when they when they when they got the tilt. But you know, I, I'm no doctor. Right, right. Not not highly educated. Okay. I was a yeah. I was a high priest of Oriole, and so I was very involved within the medicinal arts. This is my voice. I've just decided. Yeah, so Bob Jammer here, um, stage manager. Uh, definitely <laughs> concerned about uh, health issues for obvious reasons. So on average, inexperience. <laughs> good. Um, good to know, good to know. How, how much time exactly has passed since going underground? Like, how, how long has it been? Uh, based on my, uh, this is Bob Jammer here, uh, based on my, uh, performance reports, uh, it has been one day. Okay. Got it. Got it. No, but you know, I I don't, I don't know where, what, uh, province you're talking from, but at least 10 days ago, my chicken farm, uh, they all, (laughs) we sank, we sank beneath. Uh, and I, I, I think that was, uh. 
on account of I was uh, practicing for for the show. I was doing my little I was doing my little dance. Quite quite recent. Although we are separated from the divine sunlight by our oil lantern reserves, I reckon it has been at least three weeks. Okay, so recent. All right. <laughs> We're all raised in this situation. Um finally. What uh where where have you like gone to like beseech me or pray to me. Like what's the, what's the vibe of the location, like room alcove, whatever that you decided was the best place for you to like, get me to hear you. I, I don't know. I don't know. Was that supposed to go somewhere? No, I mean, Janice, we just, you know, I, we just, uh, right there on the floor when the, when, when we was, Taking the chicken onto its better pot life. Show some respect, farmer. We are gathered upon the set wherein the jellical choice would be made in the Cat's West Side Story combination play that was going on previously. It is elaborate. Did you deliver a flyer to my door? I would love to. You just let me know where. Next one. Next one. Um, What's your name? Staniel. No, not you. <laughs> Me? No, not you. The other one. Oh, thank God I didn't have a name prepared. <laughs> you talking to you talking to Bob Jammer? Yeah, Bob Jammer. Bob Jammer. What's what's like your immediate surroundings like right now? Well, back in the green room, and then right before we got on stage, whatever, everybody was on deck, and then uh, ultimately the cue music. So uh, the cue music. All right. May have had injuries and concussions already, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I know who I'm, what we're working with now. All right. Um, ask, ask me things. Dear, dear sweet. Uh, doll. Oh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> my sweet Lord. Uh, why every time now that Chance cooks us a sweet, sweet chicken dinner, do we all get the shits? I, I, I just don't. I, what, what, what is going wrong? I know we sank beneath the earth. Yes, 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 yes. So, so there's this thing that happens when like chickens go bad. Uh, like might happen when things collapse into the earth and you're forced underground and things are poisonous and all that stuff. Um, so I think you might, you might just be eating. What exactly are you eating? We're eating off fresh chickens. Yes. I feel like this chicken is not as fresh as you think it might be. and may have been developing mold down here. Um, I, I suggest you, uh, okay, to eat what, what is around the, the chicken's, I would wait. I would maybe. No, they can't eat that. What can they eat then? Just like wait and look at it after another day. You'll probably see the mold forming on it then. So, you know, just keep, just keep an eye on it, but don't avoid eating the chicken. Now, maybe there's like, um, some, some really good, um, nourishing mushrooms that like probably taste a little bit meaty. Get get those. 
and then and then you can see how the chicken is later after things calm down. All right, next next one, next one. I had previously asked for your divine guidance in curing the sick, and you sent unto me this brightly colored mushroom. It looks poisonous. Are you sure about this one? Medicine and poison can come from the same thing. It just depends on the dose. So you should you should be careful. Maybe um, maybe find a rat and feed it to that, um, and just make sure it doesn't die right away. And you should probably be okay. But um, maybe maybe you should eat it first and um, see what happens. Praise Oriole's wisdom. Mm, I, I, uh, I'm thinking of a different name uh, soon. I'll get back to you about that. All right, next. Next call. Uh, Bob, Bob Jammer here. You can refer to me as Bob yeah. Jammer. Um, my friends call me Bob Jammer. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. production notes say that we've been doing this choreography the same way forever. Uh, all of my uh, performers have been dying when they do this dance uh, you got any notes um yeah yeah uh here uh hold hold up a pen and a paper and I'll draw you um some new choreography uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um there you go there you go these these steps should be better you probably are stepping through um strange spore clouds and don't even know it right now so these should, these should keep you from uh getting through the biggest clusters of those looks hot to me but it's not my decision uh, well die or don't uh, uh that's my job that's my job but i'll uh, i'll pass this up by the way uh I just spread the word my new name's uh pitoi uh Patoy, I'll put that in the notes. Yeah, make sure people like summon me by that name now. Um, I shall amend you know, the divine scriptures. New situation. Oh, new name. Oh, Do not call no. them that. Patoy. That is Patoy. their. Patoy. That is their former See, divine it name. Doesn't even work. Doesn't even work. Not putting that in the notes. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. (laughs) Blasphemers. Blasphemers, all of you. Toy, toy, toy. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. All right. Uh, Cut to Pitoi walking walking away into the darkness. I'm just being like, should have should have maybe told that guy not to not to eat the the mushroom that he he was worried was poisonous. I think it is, and that's why he's insane. It's okay. Katui is, you know, a younger god, and it's a younger aspect of an old god, and so um, is very much has has learned lessons such as you can't grant every audience request <laughs> um, all the time, or else they'll only expect that. So you know, yeah. gotta be judicious. Um, yeah. So look, I I love this god so much. I, I love the just complete detachment of, oh, my friends call me Bob Jack. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. 
(laughs) (laughs) whatever yeah just like yeah sure i'm just a guy i'm i'm new here you're new here we're all new here i'm figuring out the new job and it's like okay cool (laughs) mushrooms mushrooms are gonna be a thing Mm -hmm. i'm also imagining all these conversations did take place at different points in time and like like genuinely and i like (laughs) um like danny's character like i'm like oh okay i've been i've been relying a little too hard on mushrooms ever since i recommended them to the one guy (laughs) (laughs) maybe i shouldn't do mushrooms all the time maybe i should be careful about that poison good to know good to know sometimes it's medicine sometimes it's not yeah i'm learning yeah look we're all figuring (laughs) stuff out here all right good 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 yeah good uh fiction we constructed in our heads about yeah this is a good one i am glad we did this (laughs) i took me a second to for my brain to get in there but like that was very good Mm -hmm. (laughs) i always count on a weird bird yeah out of one This has been Pod of Wonder. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can buy some t-shirts and stickers and stuff at society6.com slash pod of wonder. Danny can be found on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games Danny makes at DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io. Morgan can be found on Twitter at MorganTheFay. Faye spelled F-A-E because I know there's like eight different ways to spell Faye. Mike and Maria aren't on social media, like any good unfathomable cosmic being. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku. Our closing theme is Music is Divine Inspiration by Johan Vandegrift. See you next time, Wanderers. Wanderers.